0: I pledge myself to the pod, loyal I'll always be, a P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Hello and welcome back to In Omnia Paratus.
1: I'm Jay, like the letter. And I'm Angela, also known as AVO.
0: We are two Gilmore stands diving into our own past and present, evaluating if we were ever truly ready for anything. We discuss all things from problematic school dances to what no one prepares you for after college. Listen for tales of elusive college boys and co-workers more high-strung than Paris Keller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back. This is a pretty special episode for us because this is the last one that we are going to record in 2020. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, I know that ended a
0: while ago, but this is kind of like our seasonal wrap-up, not our like podcast season, but like. The holiday season wrap-up. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy. Merry. Happy? Happy and bright. Merry and bright. I'm going to go with happy. Happy Kwanzaa. (laughs) Happy winter solstice. Merry
1: everything. I really like when you get holiday cards now that say Merry Everything because I think it's nice and inclusive.
0: Okay. So we're throwing it back to two weeks ago where you gave me a little Gilmore Girl this or that holiday edition. And I'm just going to give you a kind of a this or that for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. Game, Okay, let's do it. Football or basketball?
1: Oh, God. Watching. Oh, basketball.
0: Indoor or outdoor mall?
1: Outdoor, especially if the weather's nice.
0: Over six foot with bad teeth <laughs> or five, six, and perfectly symmetrical.
1: Maybe this makes me a little shallow, but also just in terms of my size, we're going with six foot and perfectly symmetrical. You mean, no. No, you can't do that. You picked one from each side. Wait, I thought it was over six feet and bad teeth or six foot and perfectly symmetrical. No, five, six, and perfectly symmetrical. Oh! you Wow, no. I totally... I totally heard what I wanted Why to hear are, there.
0: Clearly. Th- those are two fine options for you. Why would it just be like very tall either way, but
1: one or one has bad teeth and one's perfect? I w- like, I what was, kind of options are those? I was a little surprised. I was like, wow, she's being very generous there. I, I'm still short. <laughs> Let's go with five, six and perfectly symmetrical. Give up Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. Just because I feel like when I watch on Hulu, I I watch it on Hulu because I missed it live. So I have other options to see it.
0: Logical, logical. HBO or Disney Plus? HBO. So now HBO or Netflix?
1: Is it it plain HBO or do I get HBO Max? HBO Max. Okay, HBO Max.
0: Did you watch Euphoria?
1: I haven't yet, but okay. Another friend of mine actually walked me through the entire First Bridge episode last night. I was being respectful and not sharing. I know. Oh my God. So, okay. So we were on the phone and she asked me if I had seen it yet and I told her no. I was going to watch it today. And then I guess she asked if I wanted to know what it was about and- my mom came in at the exact same time and asked me a question and I said yes. So then they were both simultaneously talking to me and my mom is describing what just happened on SNL and my friend is telling me, like walking me through the (laughs) entire plot of the new euphoria episode and neither of them get that I'm trying to tell them to stop because I've got two conversations going on so they just go through the entire thing. On both sides. I was like, wow, that was a lot of information. And both of them sound really good. Who was on SNL last night? Uh, I think it was Jason Bateman was the host. But um, we know my partiality to Pete Davidson. And he did a sketch last night where he did a parody of an Eminem rap. Asking Santa for a PS5. I'm going to put a little asterisk
0: right here, and I'm asking her about SNL, which is a show that is recorded live. This podcast, however, though, is being recorded three weeks in advance, so go back and watch December 5th episode of SNL for any references made.
1: I mean, you you may need to do that, but also we, we could throw in a thing about how my mom technically watched it after it had aired, so it may even out. How would it even out? Well, no, just because she could... She could have told me what she just watched on SNL, but she didn't have to have watched it live. But was it from
0: last night's episode?
1: True. Okay. All right. Yeah. Asterisks. Asterisks is needed.
0: Well, I know we are both confusing, but in this context, was I not? Did I not do it right?
1: <laughs> no, I think it could go. I think it could go either way. Got it. Okay. So I I know most of what happens in Euphoria.
0: I felt very seen and also kind of depressed at the same time great episode great acting I know
1: we we won't give any spoilers for this one just in case there's anyone listening who hasn't seen it yet
0: y'all had a month to see it
1: but when I watch later there but when I watch later there are a few things that I'm going to be looking out for that I think just encapsulate what life is like for young people right now, a little bit too well.
0: Oh, definitely. I felt very much like, oh, this is very timely and very accurate to some of the things I've been going to in isolation and quarantine and all that.
1: So now that it's been a few days since you've seen it, do you still feel that it's better than the first season? Yes.
0: Well, okay. Here, I really, really like the conversation It was kind of like, I guess you could say, a podcast or an interview, a long form because of the social distancing requirements and the safety precautions taken. It was mostly just Rue and her sponsor in the diner. Okay. There weren't, it's like you weren't following like four or five plot lines. You weren't doing all that. No, my favorite episode of Euphoria is the carnival, where apparently I'm someone who likes to lick carousel bowls.
1: Oh my god, I wasn't thinking of that when I compared you to Cass. Of course. Sure. (laughs)
0: Are you ready for your final question? I am. Birthdays or New Year's Eve?
1: Neither. So, for those of you that don't know, my birthday actually is New Year's Eve. I have what is technically described as a holiday birthday. So, for the past 26 and now almost 27 years, I have shared my day with a, basically a global holiday, we consider it a national holiday here, but it's celebrated across the world. And I always get second like billing. We consider it a national holiday? It is a national holiday. What? It's, it's on calendars. National holidays are on calendars.
0: But like Christmas is on all calendars too now. Don't we
1: technically recognize that as a national holiday? Because.
0: But like it's a global holiday. Like
1: Banks are closed. Yes. So Christmas too is also a global holiday. Ugh. <laughs> it's very complicated. I know. I tried, I tried to look this up in figuring out how to describe this situation, and it's very confusing. Basically, when you have a holiday birthday, your birthday is always second to the greater holiday. So, I've just... I'm not into either one of them in that respect. I love... Other people's birthdays, and I love other holidays. So I think from a greater perspective, I like celebrating birthdays, just not my own.
0: And now for the crux of this episode. <laughs> how does that make you feel?
1: We've talked a little bit about how we met. Jay ranted, I rant, our relationship is filled with rants. And now this podcast will feature a little bit of my rant on birthdays. First, can I just say, holiday birthdays are the absolute worst. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and back up and say, one, If you don't have a holiday birthday, I'm very envious of you, and you're lucky, and you don't know what it's like. Secondly, if you do have a holiday birthday, and you like it, I don't believe you. Like, are you getting kickbacks from, like, Santa or Cupid on candy or card sales, toy toy sales or something? There's no good holiday to have your birthday fall on.
0: I have a question. Yes. I think Veterans Day is the best birthday. National, and it's always, you you always get the actual day off rather than having to wait for the three-day weekend. And it's during the school year.
1: This possibly may be the one amendment to holiday birthdays. Carry on. We'll create a little subsection here. Veterans Day may be a great day to have your birthday, but for the larger commercial holidays that are celebrated within this country and around the world, there are some that are not great. New Year's Eve is one of them, because technically it's the pre-holiday in a sense, because New Year's Day is the day that everyone actually gets off. That's the day where everyone actually celebrates. It's where you do the prep. You have the party, you have the dinner, you have some sort of event, and then you spend the next day recovering from said event. Christmas, another terrible one. You're you're gonna lose on Christmas. Christmas Eve, second to Christmas. And then Valentine's Day. This is one that seems like it would be a little bit fun, Maybe even 4th of July as well. But I know people who also have their birthdays fall on these holidays and they don't like it. Because again, you're always second to the actual greater holiday. I actually went ahead and counted and I've met nine people who are also born on New Year's Eve. And I've asked them about this how they feel about sharing their birthday with a holiday and they're pretty split some of them love it because there's always something to do like they can walk into any party and there's a great atmosphere there's lots of people there's good energy but the other half of the people who don't like it don't like it because they don't actually get to choose what they're doing there's no set birthday event that they've arranged so there are nine people for New Year's Eve i know two people born on Valentine's Day both men which really sucks for them so i know in general i get to be a little bit more particular about my birthday. And Honestly, I wish that I wasn't. I know this is one of my more unattractive traits, and I'm working on it, but again, we're just going to indulge the rant for a couple minutes. started when I was very young. New Year's Eve birthdays for children aren't fun because you don't get to have birthday parties like everyone else. I would always try to invite my friends over for parties, but their families would rather that they stay and participate in the family event. And actually, I think a couple of my friends growing up, one of their parents, actually had a New Year's Eve birthday. So that was another thing. I'm competing with other birthdays. So it's just it's one of those things where it's a little strange because I'd go to my other friends and schoolmates birthday parties, but I never had anything like that. And it also grew to be a little point of contention because when I was younger, even my friends would comment like, you know, you come to my birthday party, but I've never been to your birthday party. I just I couldn't get enough people together to actually have a birthday party. Then I thought as I got older, it'll it'll get a little easier in high school and college. We'll have more freedom. People will, like, be a little more interested in, like, going out, trying something new. But most of my friends were interested in New Year's Eve-centric events only. If it had something related to a birthday celebration in it, they weren't down. So no matter how hard I'd try, like, birthday brunches or dinners or even a party, I'd get turned down for a more traditional offer, like, going to a club or a bar or, like, even someone's house party just because it was specifically within the center of New Year's Eve. Which, again, that's not really a big deal for some people, and it really shouldn't be that big of a deal to me, because I know that whether or not my friends are with me on my birthday, like, that's not a measure of how close we are. It just hurts a little bit. Because when you live out 16 candles every year, you know, minus Jake Ryan and whatever Anthony Michael Hall's character's name was, and your friends love to have week-long birthday celebrations, or they get offended when you don't wish them happy birthday on their actual birthday, or maybe even tell you to your face that your birthday is just on an inconvenient day so they're never going to remember or do anything with you, it gets a little bit frustrating. Sometimes you just want someone to build you the largest pizza in the tri-county area and, you know, it doesn't seem like it would be that much to ask for, but I don't know. Jay? I will come back and I will define the parameters of a holiday birthday. I think of it strictly as if your birthday falls on actual said holiday, like Christmas. Or New Year's, Christmas, Christmas Eve New Year's, Valentine's Day, 4th of July Something like that But I will also say that Thanksgiving can be an interesting one And I consider that like the floating holiday Because it's never on the same day So your birthday might be at the end of November And every 4 or 5 years, your birthday falls on Thanksgiving So then you take second billing to Thanksgiving I will also include that maybe that like, not for all of them Oh, Halloween, I totally forgot about Halloween Halloween is also a holiday birthday I'm also going to say if you fall within the same week as said holiday, you have a holiday birthday.
0: Yeah, because I feel like if you're born on December 23rd or December 26th, you're still in the boat.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know, especially holidays where gifts are involved – make your birthday that much more complicated. I know growing up, my parents had to like really advocate for me with some of our family members because they didn't want to give me Christmas and birthday presents. And I will say like no one needs to give a present for either of those events if they don't want to, but I was specifically being handed gifts that said Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday, and then my actual birthday was just being like completely glossed over. Yeah, so it's just, it's one of those things that's a little bit awkward because you don't really want to say something, but at the same time, it doesn't exactly feel good. Does that make any sense, Jay? It
0: makes sense. I don't have nearly the experience. I'm not trying to claim I'm a holiday birthday. My birthday is at the very end of October. It's about a week before Halloween. And the thing that always would drive me nuts is for a theme for my birthday. Everyone always tried to get me to do a costume party. It's like, no. One, you wouldn't buy me a second Halloween costume, so mm-hmm. I would have to rewear it. I would show it off a week earlier which would ruin Halloween. And two, it felt like a combining of holidays. Like, no, if people want to throw a Halloween party... They can do that and then they can come to my birthday party. So that's the closest I got.
1: It's a very weird place to be in.
0: I think the thing that's hard, well, not to speak for you, but like if your birthday was June 15th, they wouldn't combine your birthday with July 4th or the the nearest holiday around it. It just happens to be right on a holiday. Mm -hmm. People combine it and it's a thing of like, think of it as her birthday is her half birthday or his Quarter birthday and pick a
1: different time. I think for me, like it never really came down to like what I was getting, but it was more the fact that on my actual birthday, the only people who acknowledge it for the most part are my parents, <clears> him <throat> and Jay. Yes, Jay has been very good about always making sure that she texts me happy birthday and she'll call or check in or she's even planned parties But for the most part, maybe I hear from like five or six people in a day on my birthday Even if I were to see people and do something new years related The whole day would pass without them acknowledging my birthday People always seem to come back to it a day or two later. They're like, oh, right and you had a birthday happy birthday You were literally with me on my birthday birthday but why why couldn't you say it or why couldn't we do something then i don't understand there's also just something about trying to celebrate your birthday on a holiday it's just a little bit weird because it's not really set up for it. Like, holidays are holidays. Like, they really can't hold any other events because there's already so much else going on. As far as New Year's goes, I actually, I went ahead and I compiled a list of the strangest things to ever happen on my birthday slash New Year's Eve. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Number one, our gardener crashed my birthday dinner. I'm looking for some feedback, Jay. <laughs> I was waiting for a list. Okay. All right. Do you just want do you just want the full explanation, or more,
0: more of an explanation? Yeah, I w- That that was
1: a bit confusing. I thought we were going to go into more detail. Okay. Yeah. That's a very clickbaity thing. Like I need the information. Our gardener crashed my birthday dinner. He apparently left some sort of tool in our garage and needed to come over and pick it up. So uh, he asked if he could come pick it up earlier that day and he did, but then he ended up staying for two hours and it was while my mom was cooking the dinner. So then she thought it was like rude if she didn't ask him to stay. He, di- he didn't He did end up staying, but like he stayed through appetizers. <laughs> so that was a little weird. Um, number two, the year we went out to that one super tiny little bar in the middle of nowhere and we ran into all of my ex-boyfriends at the time great times fantastically awkward night also what are the odds of that hi really apparently well apparently for you oh my god Okay, also just to preface to, so there, there were three of them and this bar could maybe fit like 60 people. It was tiny and all three of them were there. Like, I don't know. I don't even think I'd love to see like the Vegas odds on that one. Have fun with your fact check. I know, I'm I just set myself up to do math. Oh my god. It's okay, guys. I will have someone else do the math there. Thank you for listening to my rant about holiday birthdays. You're welcome. I promised Jay I would try to find something profound to say about turning 27 because this is our first ever birthday episode. And okay, first I'm gonna start with that. It's a little surreal to think that we have birthday episodes. This is not something that would fall on the typical list of birthday activities, so you don't really think about it and it's a little weird, but also cool. I really did try to find some more eloquent words there, but that's the only way I can describe it. It's weird and cool. Okay. Jay, you'll have to figure you'll have to let me know how you feel when you do yours next year next year yeah it's not something you would ever expect to have so i'm not completely sure how i feel about it yet it's pretty fun so far but as far as actually turning 27 that i'm really not sure how i feel about because the my actual date of birth is the last day of the calendar year i measure my personal years in the same way as everyone else measures an ordinary year So I have no real experience other than our great and terrible pandemic. So just like everyone else, everything in my life came crashing to a halt in mid-March. So I was only two and a half months into 26. And just to give you a little bit more perspective on that, I've spent the last 290 days this year sheltering in place, working from home, not really seeing anyone, not really doing anything. I think I've done social things, Maybe a total of like three times this year. Maybe a little more than that. Maybe six. But yeah, it doesn't feel as if I've done enough living to truly claim that I've lived out my 26th year. Do I feel a little cheated? Yes, but I've looked into it to see who I can petition for a do-over and I haven't found anything yet. So we're just moving forward here. Imagine if you were turning 21. Oh, I have actually seen some pretty good TikToks though, where families like created their own club in their backyard.
0: Because that's what everyone wants when they turn 21, a club with their parents. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Imagine if your parents threw you a club for your 21st. That might've been preferable i don't know how was how was 21 for you
0: it was fine it was small i got brunch that was fun was
1: i there you threw it why don't i remember this
0: yard house we met oh okay
1: not yard house prohibition i'm there
0: no 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 we went to yard house for dinner and then
1: prohibition the next day oh oh okay And it was raining and I slipped and I got you cupcakes. Okay, I'm there. I've got it. (laughs) Oh my God. You've literally planned it. I know. That's, oh my God. This is truly terrible, everyone. Apparently at 27, things aren't as clear. No, I'm just kidding. That's just me. This is my quarantine fog in my brain. Angela, her 21st. Oh God. I was hoping we could just move away from that, but yes, that's what happened. Apparently, there's actually a lot of 21 that I don't remember. Um... But, yeah, I, there was there was glitter involved, so it was great. And, oh, Jay actually followed up 21 for me as well. And what was it? It was adult candy shop themed? My party back at school? Yes.
0: Yes, it was. At the time, her favorite color was purple, so I diy and glittered some purple cups. I made jello shots, I think. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to make three different drinks based off her favorite shows. There was like a Doctor Who drink and I think one other. And then I did like a step and repeat and got some photo booth stuff. Oh my god. But the best part was that Angela's one of the older members of our friend group. So me and the other friend who were planning everything had to make Angela go buy the alcohol because we couldn't.
1: Oh my god. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so they went through the store, filled up a cart, and then I actually had to take it to the cart and check out. And it was so funny. The lady at the register like then referred me to Alcoholics Anonymous, which is not funny. It's it's not. It's really not. But um it was it's very sweet of her. It's just it was very funny that that was my first experience in buying alcohol.
0: To be fair, we had like two to three handles in the cart and since we couldn't even be seen with her in the store.
1: It literally looked like I was buying it all for myself.
0: Yeah, because I think we bought like the marshmallows and the glitter and like solo cups, but like she had to be in a different aisle
1: with the alcohol. Mm -hmm. I will say that's like been the one good thing. So when Jay found out that I never really did a lot of the whole birthday party thing when I was younger, she stepped in and made sure that for my last two birthdays in college. I ignored it. You did. You did. You, you gave me my largest pizza in the Tri-County area. I did pin the tail on the moose. Oh my god. Yeah, that was definitely, that was my first birthday, adult candy shop. Second birthday was all things British, where we had a visitor staying with us. Oh yeah. So we actually had a, Apparently a great big house party planned, and we could have had our very own keg max, but we'll never know because we actually ended up hosting a member of our sorority's executive team. So we had to cancel the party. Yes, Samantha, she was wonderful. We didn't cancel; we just modified. Yes, we had In and Out. We went to In and Out and played cards against humanity. That was a
0: little scary because even though the advisory member was only a year or two post grad, they're still coming as. A reflection of the organization as a whole, which we were representing.
1: Yeah, we probably could have picked a different game there, but we also didn't have that many games. She
0: enjoyed herself.
1: (laughs) She did. She enjoyed us. She did. We bonded over New Girl. Well, at least she and I did. You still hadn't watched then.
0: I watched the first season. And
1: then when Jess and Nick broke up, spoiler alert, I got over it.
0: Wait, so you still haven't finished it? Well, no, I have now, but I didn't then. Like, no, I watched it in real time when it first came out. But they broke up pretty early on, so I gave up then.
1: Wait, wait. So you watched the first season in real time? Yeah. Then why did – I was in high school. Oh, my God. Then you totally should know where Rebecca comes from. The very first episode where she's in the cab and she calls herself Rebecca Johnson. I mean, I watched it once. Oh, my God. Angela and
0: I could watch the same show and you could ask us the same questions. And we'll remember
1: different parts of the episode. I know. It's weird what things stick. Overall, both of those were great birthdays. And I'm definitely coming to terms more with my birthday now. So I think when I was younger, it was a lot about what I didn't get to experience. And now I'm definitely more thankful for the more low-key celebrations that I get to have because I end up with good quality time with the people who do celebrate with me.
0: I also feel like because your birthday is a holiday, you had extra reason for it to be want to be celebrated on the exact day. Like I know I preferred when my birthday could be on my actual birthday, but like if my birthday was on a Tuesday and we all at school, we couldn't do it. So I was always used to my birthday not getting the full acknowledgement Either it was acknowledged a few days before or a few days after, depending on where the weekend fell. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was also probably different for you. Like, it's like, well, let's just celebrate the day before. No, because every year we celebrate it the day before. Like, no one will do things on the day because there is always another activity already planned.
1: Right. I think that is what it really comes down to. It's just the acknowledgement. Just knowing that, like, even if you're not doing something, that, like, this person's, like, thinking of me on my birthday that's the best part
0: i was gonna just say anyone who's had like a really good new years where they've gone out please comment dm us send us a video send us a tiktok story time or a full story time i've gone out with my friends multiple times i've stayed in multiple times and whether it's new year's eve or just any kind of going out experience i feel like it never meets the expectation and excitement of the planning and of the getting ready for the actual going out. Oh, 100%. And I don't know if that's because I have super high standards or because I'm easily ticked off <laughs> or what it may be. But like it doesn't take much to, to veer a night or to have something switch for me, which – I'm working on. I'm in therapy. But just the thing of like, I'm always so excited. It's like, oh my God, like our college used to throw these big concerts once a quarter. They were known throughout the whole state, the
1: whole school system we were in. The whole country. And – oh, okay. Apparently the whole country. And – Yeah, I've met people at the concerts who were from like Alabama, New York, Oregon –
0: Yeah, so apparently people from all over the country knew about these concerts. And typically everyone would come get ready wherever I lived because I like to host those kind of things. I'd always have food, hydration, make sure everyone was sunscreened if they were during the day. Everyone looked cute. We would always make sure to get our photos and all that good, basic college girl stuff. And then you'd get to the concert and something would happen, such as getting lost from the group, getting kicked out, no cell reception, getting hit in the face getting stomped on, going to the med tent, not wanting to see the same artists as your friends, not being able to find your friends, waiting on long lines for the bathroom or the photo booth or for the food truck, getting lost, not finding the bottle of alcohol you hit earlier on campus, the immense amount of weed being smoked in the crowd, the cigarettes being smoked.
1: Um. Anything that you can think of, it probably happened at one of these concerts.
0: Having to sit down because your friend injured or got too drunk. Having to find water when everyone only has alcohol in their clear bottles. <laughs> being offered alcohol when you're trying to find water. Losing your water bottle and not being able to use the refill station, so having to wait in line of the food trucks. Everyone trying to meet up, but no one really trying to meet up because everyone's drunk, so they're trying to do something very noble, but the follow through is just never there. Mm -hmm. And it'd be better if everyone just said, hey, let's hang out tomorrow.
1: Right. Or just saying like, okay, let's all meet at this person's house after. Just like turn up here at night, the end. But yeah, it really is one of those things where there are so many different factors and so many people involved that it's just a recipe for disaster. I don't think I've ever had plans to go out on New Year's that went exactly the way that they were supposed to. Like whether it's like trying to meet people and like not actually being able to get to where you need to go to, not having a reliable mode of transportation, whatever it may be, there's just always something that makes it so much more difficult than it needs to be. And then it's just not very fun. And I think that also kind of gets to me. About my birthday because i feel like if i do get people to participate in an event then i'm responsible for the fun and if it's not fun i feel like i've let them down like i know last year's birthday i was an anxious mess the entire night like i really wished that we just hadn't gone out at all like what was i thinking what was we went to you were you were there for a little bit so we went to the one bar and they wanted everyone to buy tickets before But (laughs) everyone bought different levels of tickets, and depending upon the ticket that you bought, that then – yeah. So it didn't state this when you bought it, but depending upon – the type of ticket you bought that then dictated your entrance into the bar. So I think like more than half of you had to sit outside until 1130.
0: We got a bombash drink in like a swan.
1: That did look very cool. We weren't complaining. Things like that. We didn't know that was going to happen. Like I think the only reason I didn't get locked out until 1130 was because I was afraid I wouldn't have time to eat before. So I just got the package that included dinner and they did have a really good dinner at least.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm
1: like whenever i ask i feel like if it if people don't have a good time like i've personally let them down and then at that point it's like eh i don't blame you if you don't want to hang out with me like on my birthday because i totally just like i ruined your new year's eve
0: as my therapist has taught me to break down words like responsibility it's your ability to respond and the only responsibility you have is to yourself so if other people come and they moan and they complain they still made the choice to go and it's their choice of whether they want to be upset with you, be upset with the situation, whatever else is going on. So I don't really feel like you need to take that on unless you like didn't properly plan something.
1: Mm -hmm. I felt like to the best of my ability I did, but it's, it's just a complicated situation.
0: I think your arcade bar. Oh,
1: that was a really fun one.
0: I think that went really well. The only thing that was like slightly difficult is like like one friend was leaving for a flight. My friends were in town from New York. I was hosting a few of you guys for the night. So like a little of those logistics kind of were difficult. I feel like it was the best birthday you threw for yourself. And we got Popeyes. Or no, we didn't get Popeyes. We got
1: we got cake. From- I think I got the ones that were holiday themed. So they had a ton of like crushed peppermint on top.
0: Yeah, I thought Ryan and I went to go get the cake.
1: Yeah, you did. You guys went out and got it. But I remember the crushed peppermint ones. Really good. Yeah, and then – I don't know if I got one. You didn't? I don't remember. Oh, my God. We'll have to get you one this year. It was good. And I think they come in the little two-packs, too. Oh, that's why we didn't buy
0: enough for everyone. Mm. We were cheap.
1: I know. I should have gotten more pizza, too. I thought three was going to be enough, but we devoured that. Well, when you tell our friends the dinner's included <laughs> – I know. I shouldn't have said anything. We don't hold back. I'm actually really going to miss that place. I think it's closed down. Permanently? I, th- I think our local one did. Yeah. We actually have three locally, I found out. I
0: didn't know that, actually. I
1: didn't know that. The one where we had my birthday, that's closed down now, I think,
0: which is very sad. Have we checked on the mini golf place recently?
1: Oh, no. They're actually national, too. I'm hoping that even if they did close down, they'd be able to reopen eventually. Because I have seen their one in Colorado is doing very well right now. It shouldn't be. (laughs) That's true. It shouldn't be. I mean, from what I've seen, it looks like they're trying to social distance as best as they can. Fingers crossed it's not just a show because i really like them
0: my favorite new year's traditions are we have this pizza place i like to order from and i carb load. i get pepperoni pizza light cheese and a monster slice i get their steak fries and then i get their garlic bread and i eat them by myself and then at 9 p.m my mom and i watch the ball drop and then we call our relatives on the east coast then i normally fall asleep before midnight <laughs> and wake up on the first and i'm lovely it was kind of unfortunate, Angela's birthday, not only here for her, but for me, because I have my like tradition where I like to be home by myself and like not do anything. And it's my preferable way to spend New Year's. So we definitely had to like work on that, which is one of the reasons why I was so willing to throw birthdays, is because I'll throw you a birthday. Any other day of the year that you would <laughs>
1: like it, which I did.
0: Just New Year's ain't it.
1: I know. And they've been lovely. And for the years that you haven't come out on New Year's, you've been a trooper. So thank you for that.
0: You know, you've gotten to see me in my element with my high school friends on New Year's. God, it's so
1: interesting. Young Jay. That's how I define it. Young Jay and current Jay. So clearly I revert a bit, is what she's saying. It's okay. We all do it. I'm definitely looking forward to a more low key New Year's this year. And so maybe I'll have to come up with my own stay-at-home traditions. French fries and carbs, you can't go wrong. And you're supporting
0: small businesses. I was actually considering lasagna, so we'll see. With this coming out in three weeks, since we're very prepared, (laughs) kind of like the TikTok trend of, like, speaking to our future selves. So, like, how would your Christmas go? Like, what would you get? How was the food? Like, tell us what happened. And then we'll follow up in the show notes with how
1: much of this came true. Ooh, okay. Dearest future Angela, your Christmas was quiet and uneventful. You woke up, got to watch Home Alone and A Miracle on 34th Street, then proceeded to eat a mountain of tamales, beans, and rice, and followed it up with what I'm hoping is going to be... Caramel cake with Italian buttercream icing. You got the new Twilight book you've been asking for because apparently during the- There's pan- a new Twilight book? Uh, Yeah, Midnight Sun from Edward's perspective. Oh, right. But it's like the first book. Yeah. Uh, because apparently during the pandemic, I've reverted back to my middle school reading habits, but it's okay. And yeah, it was comfy. It was cozy. And hopefully I also got a new pot and pan set. Because I'm a grandma, and that's all I really want for Christmas.
0: I mean, or you're trying to be a functioning adult, but sure, we can go with grandma. <laughs> what about you? Um, I am assuming in some capacity, whether it was just to drop off gifts or a socially distanced masks on outside 12 million feet apart endeavor, my family does a gift exchange. Hopefully, I get my... Oh my god, I also completely called it wrong when I was editing the thermagun. I called it something else. I don't remember what it was, but I know I was wrong. Called it – you said Thermagun. It's a Theragun. Oh, okay. Like a therapy. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Hopefully that. And then normally Christmas morning, Santa comes. My stocking is full. Typically, chips are involved. Chips of the chocolate and Lay's variety. And then I open up gifts for my mom and Santa. And then Christmas day, I typically go to my godfather's house, but I don't know what's going to happen. I do know there are gifts to exchange and – we'll see what happens. I was going to say what I got everyone, but I forgot I sent the link out to this so people in my family actually listen. So what I got everyone for Christmas. I know I was also like, should I tell you what I got you in this episode and like make you disconnect for a minute? Oh my god,
1: that'd be hilarious. Well, at this point, we'll see too if Jay actually got me a lightsaber, which is what I think it is. And I think she's just been disguising it really well. I think you're going to cry. Oh, yeah. If you got me a lightsaber, 100% I'm going to cry.
0: In terms of like movies and things, what am I looking for? What What's coming out
1: this month? Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. On Christmas Day, I also hope I watch Wonder Woman 1984. Five, six, five, four. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh. Shonda Rhimes'
0: new show on Netflix comes out on Christmas Day. Which one is that? I don't know, but it takes place in Old England. Ooh. Or Old uk somewhere i don't know um that comes out on the 25th there's another movie or something that comes out soon mulan is now on disney plus regular without the pay the extra payment so i will be watching that
1: oh okay i just looked it up it is 1984
0: um definitely eloise at christmas time will be watched oh yes there are these really cool hot chocolate bombs that are in snowman shape that my mom got me at trader joe's which are lovely They were more lovely before I saw the nutritional packs on the back and saw that it was more sugar than you should have in like three days. Oh, no. Gonna enjoy Frosty. And then like, that's it because we shouldn't have to punish our bodies
1: after (laughs) indulgence. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, will we get enough tamales to feed us for three weeks? Yes. Will I possibly finish them in one? Very possible. But it's okay because we only eat tamales once a year. There you go, and then ideally
0: we will have had our Christmas, New Year's,
1: Kwanza Hanukkah party with our friends
0: by now, where we'll have gone to see them, see some cool recipe creations that we'll have on the Instagram because we are now content creators for the internet. God, isn't that weird to think of? I just wish there was a term that made it sound sounding artsy doesn't sound bad, but it's like we're content like we're not solving world hunger and saying content creator it's like i'm crea- it's a like you are a creator of content and i get that what i understand that's like the best term for it it just still feels like a little bit of like overindulgence for me
1: i think we just need to come up with our own term comment below if you
0: have any ideas with this being our last episode of the year do you have a goal a resolution anything you would like to close out
1: 2020 um let's see I will be devoting my birthday wish to the COVID-19 vaccine working very well. Here here. And I think my new goal for 2021 is going to be a continuation of what I oof, just, right? So it's going to be a continuation of what I started earlier this year and just taking more time for myself and being more intentional with how I commit my time. So a little A little less overtime at work and a little more self-care time for me, whether that means I get in an extra workout, I'm working on a new recipe, I do an extra face mask, or I just take a nap. It's just a little something more that I'm doing for myself.
0: Love naps. I wish they didn't throw my sleep
1: schedule so much. Right? Also, and I'm expecting like a book shipment. It was like 10 new books, so I'm hoping to take a crack at those in January.
0: Very exciting. I have the two books I'm going to be finishing this month, and then I have my two prepped for the new year. Oh, nice. Crazy Rich Asian series will be put on hold till I finish these two. Oh, no. But I will. One of them is my therapist recommended, and the other is like a guy who like was a monk for a bit, and he gives insight on meditation and
1: self-awareness.
0: Oh, that's very cool. I'm trying to be my own Terrence for 2021.
1: <laughs> I love that. Oh, you'll actually be really proud. Uh, my company gave everyone a Brene Brown book. Which one? our company gift, uh, Dare to Lead. Ooh, give it to me after. Okay, I will. She has a podcast called that
0: too. Oh, and interesting. Really I haven't listened to it actually. I shouldn't say it's really good. I just trust it. She has like the Monica from Cheer slash – Leanne Toohey Sandra Bullock in the Blind Side* kind of (laughs) southern voice where it's like that no nonsense kind of Mm -hmm. she's a Texan I love that and then I love the real southern like sweet tea girls Mm -hmm. who sound like they belong on like a southern belle kind of space like Jamie King on Heart of Dixie Mm -hmm. my two favorite southern accents
1: for women see I love that you're the kind of person that just has two favorite southern accents for women think like Lucas Till and
0: Hannah Montana movie okay where it's like not like a full thing but like a little bit Mm -hmm. and then what I was gonna say is my other big goal for 2021 is I'm a huge baker my whole family has been baking and cooking since before me and I kind of found my niche in baking my whole family bakes everything and can and would do extraordinarily well but my niche is kind of like new techniques slash fancy things like they take a lot of work even if they're not that hard or that do take a lot of work, but like there's a big payoff from it. Like my next baking thing, my goal is a croken bush, which is a tower full of parachute. Potage pastries with cream inside, and then you do sponge sugar, and it's like a tower. Very pretty. Lots of hard work. That's like my new baking project. I've never really found my niche in cooking, and because my family's just so good at cooking, I haven't really found my thing for it yet. But I think it's something I'd like to explore and see if I can get into because I know I can cook, but I'd much rather bake. I think it's time that I explore cooking a little bit more. So we'll see how that goes in 2021.
1: Yay! And I'm very excited for your le- for your tower. I'm just going to refer to it as the tower because I don't know if I'll remember croquembouche, but it is a fun word, so I might. Croquembouche. And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. We're so happy that you've joined us for 2020 and we hope to see you again in 2021. Grab your coffee bowl and don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow. So head on over to at in and tell us about your New Year's Eve experiences and anything else you might want to hear about in the new year. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye.